0: One thing I've never regretted as a parent, that's having my kids in the house of the Lord. Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, revival, whatever was taking place, they were present in the house of the Lord, and they heard the word of God at home. Amen. And uh, never regretted that decision. And all a man can do. Now, you young parents think, I want you to hear me. All you can do is your best. All you can do is your best, but you get one shot to do your best. They're not going to go back. They're not going to go back in years, amen. And they grow up fast, but you get one shot as a parent. God gives you one shot to do your best, amen, to teach them and to train them and bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord, amen. That's on you. I can't do that for you. Nobody else can do that for you. That's on you and your home because you're there more than you are anywhere else. Amen. I know you work a lot of hours. I know there's a lot of running. I know there's a lot of business, it, But it's your responsibility in that home. In fact, to go along with the sermon, in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy, we, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in tune. Bear with me. But in Deuteronomy chapter 11, and verses 19 and verse 20. Eddie should have them. There you go. It's part of today's sermon. But I want to share this with you because it's, it's, it's important. And never is, in my opinion, listen, I ain't lived over every generation. I can just live in my present. Amen. But in my in this day, in the day, present day in which we have, I don't think it's ever been more vital and more important than it is today. And God's instructions, God's instructions to the Jews, God's instructions to his people. Now, this was home life. This was getting personal with them at home. And God instructs them and says, Listen, you shall teach them your children. To every parent, to every mama and daddy, With a child in the family, God says it's your responsibility to teach them. Teach them. Now notice, speaking of them, speaking of them, talking about his word, talking about his commandments, talking about the principles that God had given unto them to live by. Listen, God says, speaking of them, when thou sittest in thy house. When thou sittest in thy house. Now I know some of you are looking at, well, I don't get, I don't get much opportunity to sit, preacher. Amen. We, we, well, substitute car. I don't care. Amen. You want to go there? Go. Just substitute when you're sitting in your car. Amen. But most of the time, when we're sitting in the house, we've got this little thing called remote. How many of us are flippers? Channel flippers. We're channel surfers. Channel surfers. Amen. Can't stay. Go, go to a commercial. Whoop. What's next? Whoop. Listen. The instruction of the Word of God to you as a parent is to speak of them when thou sittest in thy house and when thou walkest by the way. In other words, all the time. You're either sitting or walking. Whoo! Hallelujah. (laughs) And the Bible says that you shall teach them, you shall speak them, you shall share them with your house when thou liest down and when thou risest up. And thou shalt write them, look at this, look at this, thou shalt write them upon the doorpost of thy house and upon thy gates. You know what that means? That means that they see the word leaving and they see the word coming in. Amen. They see the word going out and they see the word coming in. Amen. That it is a constant reminder unto them of what thus saith the Lord. Folks, the Bible tells us in Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12, to God be the glory. He says, listen, for the word of God is quick and powerful. Quick and powerful. The Bible That you're to be teaching, that you're to be sharing when you sit down, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, amen, when you get up in the morning, the Bible that you're sharing, you're speaking, and you're teaching is quick and powerful. Quick means it's living, it's alive. It's alive! Hallelujah. There's life in the Word. In the beginning was the what? Was the Word. This book, this book that we seldom even bring to church with us anymore because we got a projector screen. But more importantly, that we're not bringing it to church. We don't, we don't ever open it during the week. Not only do we not open it, we seldom, if ever, share it with anybody. With anybody. I tell you, as a parent and a grandparent, you don't have a more powerful weapon in your house. I don't care what your gun cabinet looks like. Amen? I've seen some nice gun cabinets. You don't have a more powerful weapon in all your house to safeguard your children and your children's children than what this says, than the principles of this book. You see, the apostle says that the Bible is quick and powerful, powerful, powerful. It takes power to do great things. Amen? Things don't just happen in the absence of power. That's why I show up to preach so excited, because I know that that which I'm preaching is quick and powerful. Amen? Amen? If I did not know that, then preaching would be boring and dull. But every time people sit in those pews, I know that I'm preaching the most powerful weapon I can preach, sharing the most powerful tool I can share in the Word of God that is quick and powerful to make things happen. To make things happen. In other words, to change lives. To change lives. I don't care, listen, I don't care every time I preach something like that and I get excited about that. You know, I know that some folks, you know, they begin to scratch their heads and say, yeah, I know so-and-so, and now, you know, they didn't turn out too well for them. They tried this church thing. They tried to buy. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Amen. You see, the difference is I got the goods that only God can give. Amen. Nobody else could give it to me. Nobody else could give it to you. I know what it can do. I'm a living testimony of what. You can't tear down what God did for me. Amen. Now you talk about all the other bad examples you want to talk about, but you can't tear down what I know God did for this drunk. Amen. To God be the glory. And furthermore, you can shoot all the arrows and point all the fingers at everybody else, but shoot them at Jesus. What he do? He never failed. He never let down. Amen. He came to do all the Father sent him to do. My dear friends, I'm thankful for that. I want to say in closing. I want to say to you because this needs saying and it needs to be it needs to be remembered. Don't ever don't ever Give way to the devil in any way to cause you to doubt or cause you to lose hope in the power of God's word. Amen. In the power, it means that it is lively and effective. Don't ever think, well, it's useless. They're not listening to me. Why should I? Church? Why should I read the Bible to my kids? They fall asleep anyway. They're not really paying. Yes, they are. Because what you have, and I don't have this verse, but what you have is a promise. God said, my word shall never go out and return unto me. What? Void. That's your promise as a parent. Don't think they're not listening. Don't think God can't make a difference. Amen. I say that to every parent, to every grandparent, to every youth leader. Amen. We've been having some tremendous services. Don't show up on Wednesday night and think, what's the use? They don't even have to pay attention. I'll tell you what the use is. What God can do. What God can do. See, you don't know that the next tomorrow's preacher sitting in front of you, tomorrow's Sunday school leaders, amen, tomorrow's mom and dads, amen, tomorrow's husbands and wives, amen, sitting in front of you that you're sharing and teaching the Word of God that is quick and powerful and able to do for them what nobody else can do for them anyway. Give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Don't ever lose hope. I want you to come in this church in Sunday school. I want you to come in this church on Wednesday night excited to share the quick and powerful Word of God that has the ability to change lives, and to make a difference. I know my kids sometimes get tired of hearing it. I know my grandkids I'm going to get tired of hearing it. Amen. But I'm going to keep sharing it anyway. I'm going to keep telling them Jesus loves them. Amen. God loves them. Jesus died for them. Amen. I'm going to just keep sharing and share Listen, there's no greater conversations you'll have with your kids. You can talk about all the sports you want to talk about. You can talk about school and how good to you. Go. Listen, no, education is important. Don't run out of here and say, yeah, preacher. But you don't have a more con- uh, more important a more valuable conversation than what this book says. Amen. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall stand forever. Forever. I'm going to ask them to come get an invitational song ready. I'm done. Amen. I'm done, thank God. God be the glory. Hallelujah. What a day to be in the house of the Lord. I came to church praying. Carly and I came to church praying, Lord, we need a meeting with you. In this today's time, in this society in which we live, the church needs to be awakened. The church needs to be ready. Amen? Our Lord is coming. Paul said, I'm pressing toward the mark. All of eternity, all of eternity, maybe I get to this Wednesday night, but all of eternity, when the Lord comes back, do you know who you're going to be like? Huh? In that glorious, powerful moment, when Jesus descends and calls the church home, and the Bible says we meet the Lord in the air, And so shall we ever be with the Lord. You know what the apostle Paul said? That in that powerful moment, he's going to change your vile body. Now, that's Paul's word, not mine. Your vile body, amen, going to change it. I don't care, listen. Listen. You can spend all the money you want to spend on cosmetics and Botox, but you still just dust. Amen? you still just dust, but you won't always be dust. Amen? Because the apostle says in that great moment, he is going to change us and fashion us, fashion us like unto him. Therefore, for all of eternity, you're going to be like him. Amen? Now, if I'm going to be like him for all of eternity, doesn't it make sense to prepare being like him now? Amen? Wouldn't that just make good sense? Some folks, you know, sometimes just got to have good sense. Amen? If I'm going to be like him forever, I need to be preparing for what that's going to be like here and now. And that's the prize that Paul said he continued to press forward. Press forward. In other words, he said, I'm in pursuit of. It. I'm going after something. Amen? <laughs> I'm going after something. And what he was going after was to be like Jesus. God's people pursue good things. And the greatest pursuit we have is to be like Christ. That's the prize. We reach for. I'm gonna ask you to stand all over the house of the Lord, all over the house of the Lord. Parents, grandparents, all of us stand. Amen. I want us to gather up around this altar and I want us to pray. I want us to pray that we march forward, that we continue to march forward as a church family, as God's people, reaching for the prize pressing toward the prize, to be like our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to love like him, to worship like him, to serve like him, amen, to be like him. As a small church in, in Surrey County, in the Dobson community, that this church will take the approach to pursue, to go after, being like Christ. Amen. I'm going to ask you to come open up this altar as they sing for whatever the needs might be. Anybody in the sanctuary, hallelujah. Let's gather up around the throne of grace.